Welcome, everyone. This is a Council of Institutional Investors educational podcast. I'm Jeff Mahoney, General Counsel of CII. I'm here today with Professor Aaron Yoon from the Northwestern University Kellogg School of Management. Professor Yoon is the co-author of a recent research paper entitled, Which Corporate ESG News Does the Market React To? Thanks, Professor, for speaking with us today. Thank you very much, Jeff, uh, for having me. Professor, let me start by asking you, what is corporate ESG news and what motivated you to write your research paper on that topic? Sure, Jeff. So uh, corporate ESG news is any environmental, social and governance related news that firms produce and analysts analysts write about or NGOs write or report about. So any publicly available information that is available, uh, we use use it as corporate ESG news. We use a data set called um, FactSet's uh, True Value Labs data that collects these information and then uses natural language processing methods to create a sentiment score on corporate ESG news. And to answer your question on what motivated you to write this research paper, my research agenda, along with George, my co-authors, is to highlight financial materiality of ESG information. And if you look at it at the conceptual level, people used to debate about whether ESG is related to shareholder value, whether it is not, et cetera, et cetera. There's agency issues, but there's no doubt that it uses firm resources, right? Even if it's a PR exercise, it's using precious firm resources. And if it is using firm resources, it has to come out somehow as output, right? And um, highlighting that for ESG related related information has been difficult because ESG is a non-financial metric. And my research has been trying to highlight that link and you know, um, we're going to talk about it pretty soon, I'm sure. But my 2016 paper with George and Mo showed that firms that invest in financially material ESG issues exhibit superior long-term stock returns. This particular paper shows that firms that invest in, you know, material ESG issues, for example, that comes out in news, uh, exhibit very, very strong short-term market reaction, price reaction. So, Professor, in your paper, you find that the market reacts only to ESG news that are identified as financially material for a given industry by sustainability accounting standards promulgated by the Sustainability Accounting Standards Board. Mm -hmm. What are the implications of that finding for those organizations like CII that support corporate disclosure of sustainability performance? Sure. So firms are these days struggling uh, on ESG issue and particularly disclosure issues because of multiple reasons. Um, One reason is that they're getting pressures from institutional investors who are getting pressures from their their clients, asset owners. Right. So, for example, big pension funds like Norwegian Sovereign Wealth or GIC Singapore would ask BlackRock to engage in ESG issues and be stewards of the society. And then in turn, BlackRock is asking Apple or IBM to disclose more on ESG issues. And firm managers are struggling on what to disclose, 
how much resources they should devote, and what are the legal implications of this. And by showing that there's information content on financially material ESG issues, and also, you know, sort of building on that logic that ESG is an investment by firms, right? Just like R&D and CapEx, but the difference is that it is not quantifiable in the financial statements. So by showing that link, we believe that, you know, we're, we're trying to sort of help uh, the, the firms, right? And even from a regulatory standpoint, you know, SEC, for example, we're going to talk about it in the next question I saw. SEC is also thinking about how do you think about ESG? What is ESG and how do you define it and how do you regulate it? So, you know, I, I think, you know, sort of financial materiality, I believe, is sort of the way to go on ESG issues these days, especially because, you know, U.S. firms have, um, you know, fiduciary duty to their shareholders. Professor, your paper finds that news related to social capital and more specifically to product quality and safety related impacts generates the most consistent and significant market reactions. So if you were the chairman of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, would you prioritize corporate disclosure requirements related to the S of ESG rather than the SEC's current rulemaking priority for climate change related disclosures, which focuses on the E of ESG? So, you know, that's an incredibly difficult question, Jeff, but, you know, let me share my thoughts. So reason that this E is a very interesting area from a regulatory standpoint is that E is quantifiable to the most part, right? We know how much carbon that a firm discloses, you know, firm emits, you know, through their disclosure, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, but S is a very sort of, it's a gray area, right? You know, how, you know for example, uh, how, how do you sort of quantify whether um, employees are satisfied? you know, whether their work-life balance policies actually work, right? These are very tough questions. So I think SECs start with climate disclosure, you know, or climate change related information is a great start because you have to start somewhere, right? But I think eventually, um, you know, SEC would have to think about, for example, or even other regulators, you know, globally would have to think about how to deal with S. You know, I have another paper with uh, Kyle Welch at George Washington, uh, showing that firms with satisfied employees uh, exhibit actually higher stock returns when it comes to ESG. And our story is that you know, there are more um, high ability senior managers in those organizations who can manage their human capital. And you know, human capital is essentially S, right? And these are the folks that are executing ESG. So I believe that there's a lot of value to this. But what we found very interesting was that the classic S variable in MSCI, Sustainalytics, Thomson Reuters, Bloomberg, you name it, has essentially no correlation with Glassdoor's employee satisfaction score that we used, which was a surprise to us. And even these ESG data vendors, employee-related scores, within S had essentially very, very low correlation with Glassdoor's, ES, uh, Glassdoor's employee satisfaction. So it, it's telling us that there's a lot more room for ESG data vendors to do a better job in collecting different facets, you know, facades of uh, S, right? So there's a lot more room and I think there's a lot more room for SEC to think about as well. 
That concludes our podcast episode. On behalf of the Council of Institutional Investors, I want to thank our special guest, Professor Aaron Yoon from the Northwestern University Kellogg School of Management. If you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast, please feel free to contact me at jeff, J-E-F-F, at cii.org. Till next time, I'm Jeff Mahoney. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Voice of Corporate Governance, brought to you by the Council of Institutional Investors. The Voice of Corporate Governance is a free, non-sponsored podcast that highlights critical developments in corporate governance and other important issues affecting institutional investors. The views expressed by those interviewed on the podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of CII or its members. For more information on CII and its policies on corporate governance, please visit our website at www.cii.org.